Hi, and welcome to the Alcoholics Anonymous radio show here on Plains FM 96.9. My name is Mark, and I'm an alcoholic. The purpose of this show is to increase public awareness of Alcoholics Anonymous as an effective means of recovery from the disease of alcoholism. Our show has two parts. First, we'll talk a bit about alcoholism, what it is and what AA can do to help. Then we'll interview a recovering alcoholic who's an active member of AA. I'm now going to ask our guest to read the AA preamble, which is read at the start of every AA meeting. Thank you, Mark. I am Robin an alcoholic. Um, the AA preamble. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. AA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organisation or institution. does not wish to engage in any controversy and neither endorses nor opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. So what is alcoholism? Alcoholism is a disease, not a disgrace. There is no shame in having an illness or a disease. An unusual feature of this disease is that it will do whatever it can to convince you that you don't have it. However, once it has taken hold of you, the progression of symptoms is like the classic disease model and the victim is as helpless as a sufferer of cancer. If you are an alcoholic, you're at the beginning of a long road that usually ends in one of three places, prisons, institutions or death. If you think that sounds dramatic, we can assure you that our collective experience has shown this to be true. The challenge is to convince the alcoholic to admit that they need help and become willing to seek it. Denial is a major symptom of alcoholism. The alcoholic is often the last one to recognise it and admit that they have it. Our definition of alcoholism is that it is an allergy of the body coupled with an obsession of the mind. The allergy is a physical aspect of the disease. After having that first drink, the phenomenon of craving develops and we lose control over when we'll stop drinking. The old saying is, one is too many and a thousand never enough. And yet, because of the obsession of the mind, the mental aspect of the disease, the alcoholic is compelled to keep picking up that first drink. This makes us powerless. We often hear from sober alcoholics that many doubt whether life could be fun without alcohol. Fortunately, those same people report that their lives have improved dramatically since they've become sober. The 12-step program of recovery, which is discussed at meetings and which is outlined in Alcoholics Anonymous Big Book, is how we get sober and maintain our sobriety one day at a time. This program has a proven track record of helping otherwise helpless alcoholics to achieve long-term sobriety and recovery. It has taught us how to enjoy life sober. Okay, for anyone who has just joined, you're listening to the Alcoholics Anonymous radio show here on Plains FM 96.9. We're just about to interview an AA member who's going to share their experience with alcoholism. So let's meet our guest. Would you like to introduce uh, yourself and give us a quick sketch of who you are, age, how long you've been sober, uh, occupation, your family? Thank you, Mark. I'm Robin and I'm an alcoholic. and I've been sober since 1990 and my first um, drink which I always remember 
was a little place called Toko Mouth in Milton. We placed out of Milton. And my cousin gave me a can of lime brown. Hated the stuff, absolutely hated the stuff, but loved the feeling, loved the feeling. And I didn't, I wanted to get, have more and more and more. And when I, that was 14. And it was okay for another probably oh, 14 years again. Do you want to tell us about your family life? With family life? Your um, family? A very good family life. Um, mm. I, have two th- I have three sisters, um, no, obvi- no, no brothers, three sisters, and I was a, my father was a farm worker in a little place outside of Belclutha. And it was all right. It was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I had, there was something wrong with me there because I used to smell petrol. <laughs> oh, mm. And it's a wee bit unusual for that. And just smell when I was probably eight or nine or thereabouts. Uh, yeah, me and my me and my little in between sister. I'm in, I'm second one down, and my sister is third one down. And we were mates. Um, yeah. So, and love the flat farm life type sort of thing. Mm. Very good. Yeah. And um, when you started drinking, did you drink alone or socially with other people? Or um, I chose to drink socially. I, at that, that stage, I chose to drink socially because I thought I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof. I thought I was. Um, I chose that and... Um, later on, I chose to drink by myself because it was I wanted all that beer or all the alcohol, and, and and it was too expensive to go to the hotels and stuff like that. So, yeah, but that was later on. That was in the latter years. Do you want to describe like when you felt alcohol was becoming a problem for you? When you thought, oh, this is getting out of hand, or. Um, Pretty much from the start, actually, because I knew that there was something wrong with me. I knew, I, I think I knew I was an alcoholic. I didn't really want know that I was an alcoholic, but I think I knew there was something, there was something different. My first drink, yeah. And, and I drank to get drunk, drank to get drunk, pretty much, until um, I ran out of money, pretty much, in the early days. Did you ever try and stop drinking? Many years ago, many, many years ago, because I had a fairly major illness. Um, I had epilepsy, and the doctors told me that, don't drink. And so I stopped drinking for eight months or so, and I thought, oh, Bacardi and Coke would be okay, because everybody thinks that I'm just drinking Coke and raspberry. And what made you realise you needed help? Uh, when my first wife kicked me out and I was up in a wee place called Wairua up, up Hawke's Bay way and my first wife kicked me out and I had two kids and I'm living in a nurse's hostel and still working as a reasonably good job at a telecom I was a telecom t- 
technical service officer, which answers faults and stuff like that and stuff like that. Still, I had fairly good wage, but I knew that. I just knew I I was drinking too much. I just knew, and people were saying I was drinking too much. My bosses were saying I was drinking too much. Yeah. Did you have like consequences with the law or lost employment or anything like that that gave you an indication your drinking was a problem? Um, yes. Um, not directly through drinking, but um, I had non-molestation order out of, from my wife, so, so I suspect that's through my drinking. Cool. Yeah. Can you describe like... Uh, mental, emotional decline that you felt around that time or spiritual was decline? It was awful. Mm. It was awful. I, yeah. I only worked the eight hours a day and that's it. No overtime, no nothing. It's, I just, it was just awful and I just, and I just, I felt like I wanted to die and, and, and it's, well, it's in the book, it's that jumping off point. Mm. Yeah. So. And did you have like a rock bottom? Can you think of a time when you thought this is the bottom for me? The or? rock bottom was when I quit my telecom job and when I left Warra um, and moved back to Ashburton to live with my mum and dad and my kids were up in Warra and my wife was up in Warra and my house was up in Warra and my, I'm li- living with my mum and dad in Ashburton. Um, and that was my rock bottom and... I, well, I, really, I think there's a couple of rock bottoms because, well, I'm not really a rock bottom either. Um, my mother, bless her soul, um, suggested I go to the doctor to see about my drinking. And I said, mm. oh, yeah, just uh, get her off my back. And so I did. But the problem was the doctor was also a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> 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 well, problem, I don't know whether it was a problem or not. It, it was a good thing, I suppose. And he suggested I go to an AA meeting. He suggested I go to an AA meeting. He didn't say, go yeah. to an AA meeting. He suggested I go to an AA meeting just to see what it was like. Do you want to and describe the first time you went to an AA meeting and what that was awful, like? Awful, awful yeah. the first time. It was the very first time. Um, the next time was okay, but, but the very first time was awful um, because I didn't know anybody. And when, I st- when they started cheering, they talked about me. They talked about me. And I, everybody says, um, look for the, look for the, um, not, don't look for the differences, look for the similarities. Look for the similarities. Well, uh, that's what I did pretty much straight away. And, and How did the A members treat you at the meeting? Well, and where, how did you them. feel there? They loved me. They loved me. They gave me a hug. So they, they love me. Um, yeah, I thought it was a bit weird, but they love me. Yeah. Yep. And they looked after me, and they gave me phone numbers and they, and stuff like that, stuff like that. And yeah, just and after the meeting, so um, after a meeting, the people or the person that was running the meeting, looking after, the, well, how do I say running the meeting? The person that's opened up. Um, took everybody around to his place for a cup of tea after the meeting. Mm. So should we talk about how you um, managed to stay sober? Can you describe recovery um, and what you've done to ensure you're sobriety? What I've done is go to as many meetings as I can 
um, which is probably a five a week, five a week. Um, and my sponsor, um, and whenever I need him, um, I give him a ring. Or whenever I want to talk to somebody, I just give him a ring. Yeah, about anything, too. Yeah, not mm-hmm. about so much about alcoholism nowadays, but about anything, pretty much. So, Can you describe like working the steps and doing the program? Oh yeah, yeah work the steps. Mm-hmm. Took me a few, probably a year or so, just to look at the steps. I, I looked, at, yeah. I see the steps on the side of the wall, but I just just took me a while to look at the steps, and it took me another while to look at the um, the traditions too. So, but but as I was as I got drummed into me all the time, I. Um, I look at the steps all the time nowadays, and and the first step is always. I knew at the first step I had, uh, we admitted we were perilous over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. End of story. End of story. Perilous over alcohol. My life wasn't unmanageable. I thought <laughs> wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so. living sober, have you managed um, to work through challenges that have come up for you? Um, yeah, that. Uh, uh, um, I just, I just go for walks often. Um, I find, I find sometimes I get a bit heat up, even with my new wife, and with my daughter. New daughter. Uh, sometimes I get a wee bit hit up, and I just go for a walk and and mm-hmm. tend to apologise when I come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just, I, it's just a nice feeling. I feel, I used to have a radio in my head, just off the station, yeah, just and a talkback radio type sort of thing. Awful. <laughs> not not this sort of back, but <laughs> awful sort of off the station radio. And nowadays I don't. Nowadays, I don't. Very rarely, I don't. Sorry. Yeah, would you like to describe your life today, sober, how it is? Love it. Love it. Wake up in the morning, smile. Open the curtains, smile. I have to get down on my knees. Have to get down on my knees every morning. Um, and say a short prayer. Thy will not mind be done. Mm. Yeah, short prayer. And I also pray for suffering alcoholics and in AA and outside of AA too, yeah. Also, also suffering and recovering and practicing alcoholics too. So, and how's yeah. your life changed since becoming sober? Love it. Like Absolutely. living Love situation it. and family. Love it. Um, I'm retired now, hmm. and I own a own house, my own house, and I just enjoy life. I just hmm. enjoy life, and um, I find. Um, I get, I remember things. Wow. <laughs> most, <Yeah>. most things, <laughs> I do remember things. That, whereas I don't remember, didn't remember things. I used to be a blackout drinker. I used to be yeah. like days on end before I, before I, um, well, days on end without remembering things. Um, yeah, so yeah, I absolutely love it. I still I still enjoy AA meetings and I still enjoy AA people, which is really good too. Um, mm. I do say I do love all AA people, but 
some people I don't like, <laughs> which that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Some people irritate me. That's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay. AA is um, described as a spiritual program, not a religious program. What does spirituality mean for you? Um, definitely spiritually. Um, I use my higher power as call my higher power God, uh, but um, I'm not a church goer. I'm not a church goer. I'm just. Um, I'm a bit of a nature person as opposed to as opposed to a religious person. I, when I went through Queen Mary Hospital, um, I go up to Conical Hill and go, yeah, scream, and which is a fair fair hike for a, for a fellow like me. But and I just I just feel feel I used to feel good. Um, and Hamden Springs was really good also too. I mean Queen Mary Hospital was really good also. So um yeah. Life is really good. Life is excellent. Um sometimes I have pickups. Sometimes I get a wee bit of anger anger in me. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? But yeah. I, I sorted it out. Yep. And what would you suggest for any listeners who may have a drinking problem? Go to AA. Go to AA. Talk to somebody. Mm. Talk to somebody. Ring up somebody. Yeah. Um, I understood. I didn't think I was an alcoholic until I was an alcoholic, if you get what I mean. Um, a person in Wara used to say, he's an alcoholic. I'm not, I've never been an alcoholic. But I definitely am an alcoholic. Mm. As, soon, as as I walked into the doors, I see people the same as me, um, and they they're preachers and they're doctors and they're um, freezing workers, all sorts, all sorts, and they're just the same as me. Also, um, another friend used to say that she was a garden variety alcoholic. I'm just a gutter alcoholic, pretty much. I just Drink till I fall over, pretty much. What could someone ask themselves to establish whether they need help or not? Well, can they stop drinking? Can they stop drinking? Um, I, in later part of my drinking department, I just couldn't stop drinking. Mm. Wouldn't, couldn't stop drinking. I wouldn't even think about stopping drinking. <laughs> even if I thought about stopping drinking tomorrow... There's no tomorrows. Yeah, it just, it does work. It does work. And I do like AA. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Well, thanks, Robin. Yeah. Sorted. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing your experience and your story with us. Um, for any listeners, if you're related to anything that you've heard or would like some more information about Alcoholics Anonymous, you can look us up on the web at www.aa.org.nz or call us on 0800 AA Works. There are over 60 meetings a week in Canterbury, so it's likely there's one near you. Join us next week to hear from more AA members sharing their experiences. Our show airs every Monday at 5.30pm on Plains FM and repeats on Wednesday at 12.30pm. You can also find podcasts of our past shows on the Plains FM website at plainsfm.org.nz or you can download, subscribe and listen to podcasts on iTunes or Spotify. That brings us to the end of the show. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you want to drink, that's your business. But if you want to stop, we can help. 
you don't have to do it alone. We will now close the show with a serenity prayer as we do so at every AA meeting. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. You have been listening to the Alcoholics Anonymous radio show on Plains FM 96.9.